0: You're listening to the Audacious Church podcast. This message was recorded live at our Chester campus. We know this is a great investment into your life. So tune in, listen up and stay focused. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com. How are we doing church? We're good. We're enjoying the back to school service. Come on. For those that you don't, you don't, you may not know me. My name is Abby and I get the honour of um, pastoring our young people here with my husband, Josh. So hello. Nice to meet you. Um, If you haven't met me before, we are now introduced. But before I get into um, some time of preaching, I get to share a word with you. I want to ask you off the back of that game... There's two people, I think, in the room, right? Um, When it comes to games, you are either really competitive and you love games, or you hate games and you just can't be bothered with them, right? So I want to pose the question. Who in the room, raise your hand, loves games? You're really competitive. That is not as many as I thought. Come on, anyone else? You love games. Okay, okay, and who is the opposite? Who really doesn't enjoy games, just can't be bothered? There's definitely some people that didn't answer. I'm curious to know what your answer is. Well, for me, I'm kind of in the middle. I love games when I understand them. When I don't understand them, I'm gone. My brain has switched off. My attention span has gone. And when I do understand them, I can get really competitive, right? Um, Josh will know this my friends will know this. Um, There's one game called Cut the Rope. You play on your feet. Who's heard of Cut the Rope? Yeah, and I love that game. Um, But as soon as I lose or I get to a harder level, I just cancel it. I'm like, yeah, delete. I'm done. I can't be bothered with it. Um, A little bit like player one, right? I realize that as the levels get higher and higher, it gets harder, it gets more difficult. And I feel like I've got it all figured out until there's another level, okay? Anyone else like that? Anyone else like that? And it's similar in life, right? We feel like sometimes we can have it all figured out. We know the answers to life. We know what we're doing. Life is good. And then we get to a point where we realize we've just scratched the surface. Right? Maybe I'm the only one. We realize we've just scratched the surface. And it can be the same with what we know and experience about God, too. There's more to the surface level. There's more to what we have been taught about and known about and everything in our life that we've known up till now. There is more In Romans chapter 11, verse 33 to 36, it says, Have you ever come on anything quite like this extravagant generosity of God? This deep wisdom, it's way over our heads. We'll never figure it out. Is there anyone around who can explain God? Anyone smart enough to tell him what to do? Anyone who has done him such a favor that God has to ask his advice? Everything comes from him. Everything happens through him. Everything ends up in him. Always glory, always praise. Yes, yes, yes. Come on now. God is incredible. It says at the beginning of that verse, is there anything else like him? God is amazing and everything comes from him. Amen. And just like that, there is um, incredible things to find out about God, but he also has incredible things for us incredible things stored up for us to discover and achieve, right? And we're talking about it today, about going to another level with God, going to the next level. And we've got an awesome demonstration happening here today. But I want to tell you, in your life, there is another level to go to. God has something new for you. He doesn't want you to stay stagnant, but he wants you to go to another level. Another level. It's time to level up, church. Come on. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, it says, Rather as it is written, what no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no heart has imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him. What no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no heart has imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him. God has incredible things in store for you in your life. For some of you in the room, maybe some of you are adults, you're young people, young adults, you feel like you're at a steady level in life, right? You're comfortable, or maybe things are just at the point where you're okay with it, right? I want to encourage you today that God has another level for you in your life. God wants you to take you to further, higher, better places. This is not where you're going to stay. God has better things for you. And some of those things he promises us in the Bible. He teaches us about and encourages us about. And I want to share three things today with you that he promises us everyone say number one number one number one he has a plan he has a plan for your life, for your family's life. He has a plan for you in your every day, in your year. He has a plan. I know sometimes in our life, it can look like the plan's been lost. We don't know where we are. We don't know what we're doing. God, what have you, where are you? What's happened? But he does have a plan. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. A hope and a future. Come on. Number two, friendships. He has friendships for you. Some of you in the room, who's starting back at school tomorrow? Raise your hand for me. Awesome, it can be teachers as well, it's not just kids. Some of you are like, yeah, I'm starting back at school tomorrow. He has friendships for you. Maybe you're going into a new school or last year was a bit difficult for you with friendships. God has good friendships for you in store this year. He has friends that he's going to put in your life permanently. Friends that are God-given relationships. Not just in school, but in church, in in and around your family as well. He has friendships for you. Number three, say number three. Partnership. God wants to partner with us. He wants to have a relationship with us. And he wants to journey the everyday with us as well, church. He doesn't want to just be here on a Sunday and speak to you on a Sunday, but he wants to journey the everyday with you. He wants to partner with you and in your life. So with that all in mind, how do we do this? How do we level ourselves up into what God has for us and what he's promised us? How do we do that? How do we not stay stagnant? How do we keep moving forward? In Hebrews 12, verse 2, it gives us the answer. It says, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. How we level up, how we go to greater things is by fixing our eyes on Jesus. He has a plan for you. He has friendships for you. He has so many good things for you. And this is how we do it, by fixing our eyes on Jesus, right? Hey, church, I want to challenge you today. Who else knows that sometimes fear can get in the way of us moving forward? right? Can I be real for a minute? Fear can sometimes get in the way of what God has for us. Even though we know the verses, we know the truth, we know what we've been taught about and preached about, but fear, the reality, the day-to-day can get in the way of what God has for us. There's a character in the Bible named Zacchaeus, and um, Zacchaeus' fear was rejection the one thing that got in the way was rejection. You see, Zacchaeus in his time was a tax collector. Um, He would go collect money from all of the people in the village, and he would often sometimes be a bit stingy and take too much. He would take it for himself and keep it for himself as well. And... Zacchaeus, knowing this, was scared of rejection as well. Deep inside, he was scared of rejection. But there was one day where Jesus was preaching in the town, in the village where he lived, and Zacchaeus wanted to know more. He wanted to know about Jesus. So he stepped out, and actually, in the Bible, it says Zacchaeus was too short, so he had to climb a tree to see Jesus. Where the crowd was, he had to climb. So in an act of faith, he took... um, himself and climbed up the tree so he could see Jesus and hear about what he was saying. He made room for Jesus. And in doing so, Jesus actually pointed him out and spoke to him. And in that moment, you can read it in Luke 19, um, Zacchaeus faced his fear of rejection. Someone called out and and said who he was and what he did. And he um, came before Jesus and said, forgive me. Um, And you can read about it in Luke 19. But Zacchaeus faced his fear in that moment. He took a step of faith. And it's similar in our lives, too. If we're going to fix our eyes on Jesus, Hebrews 12, if we're going to do that in order to level up, there's some things that we need to do, like Zacchaeus, right? So everybody, I'm going to tell you three points again. Let's say number one. Number one is recognizing the fears we're facing. Recognizing the fears we're facing. Maybe it's failure. Maybe it's some bullies we're afraid of, some people in our lives that have been horrible to us. Maybe it's loneliness. You see, recognizing fear isn't taking hold of it. It's seeing it and accepting that it's there, but not staying there, right? It's recognizing. It's not accepting. Number two, number two is make room for Jesus. Zacchaeus made room he took a step of faith and made room so he could hear about what God had for him he could speak to Jesus as we read about later on but he made room for Jesus and how can we do this in our lives it can be prayer we can pray that makes room for Jesus we can come to church physically come to church be in an atmosphere of praise and worship be in church We can be around other fellow Christians by making room for God in our lives too. We can also remove things that distract us from God as well. That's making room for Jesus. And number three, be strong and be courageous. Be strong and be courageous. 2 Timothy 1 verse 7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I want to speak that over fear today. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Be strong and be courageous. God has given us the tools, he's equipped us. And so he calls us to be audacious, be strong, be courageous. He's not given you the spirit of fear. It does not come from him. So we can declare over our lives that we will have a sound mind and no fear, no timidity. I would love it right now if we could just stand. I want to pray over these things in our lives. Maybe for some of us younger people in the room or university students, you're going back to school this week and you're fearful, you're scared. I know I've had some conversations with our young people this week and and they're nervous, they're nervous about what this year holds, what it looks like, about what God's going to do in their life and, and the fears within that. And I want to pray over that right now. Maybe it's teachers in the room and this week you're going back to school. Maybe last week you had some training before you went back and things and you're apprehensive about the year. I believe God put you on my heart this morning. You're worried about what this year is going to hold. And parents in the room as well, you're fearful. Maybe it's for your young people. Maybe it's for someone else in your life in this year. I want to pray for us today. And maybe it's not to do with going back to school or anything to do with that. Maybe you know that that's you today. You're fearful. There's something in your life that you're afraid of. I want to pray over that right now. I'm going to say that verse one more time. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Raise your hands, church. I'm going to pray for us right now. Father, we thank you that it says in your word you have given us the power, love, hope, and a sound mind, Jesus. We accept that right now. God, I speak over any fears about going back to school, about this year, Father, wherever we find ourselves in life today, Father, I declare that you are Lord over all. You are bigger than fear. You are bigger than worry, Jesus. And right now we command it to go. Father, we pray that we would make room in our lives for you this week, God, and we would be courageous and fearless and audacious this week. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this Audacious Podcast. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com. We'd love for you to join us at one of our campuses, Manchester, Chester, or online, every Sunday, 10 a.m. and 12 p.m.